0: Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. I can already tell today's show is going to be high energy and so exciting for everybody who's listening to leave with really specific tools you can use to change and shift your life. So Michael Sandler is the co-host of the popular Inspire Nation show, a transformational self-help spiritually focused podcast and YouTube channel, along with his wife, fellow coach and teacher Jessica Lee. He is a best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur, visionary coach, and the co-creator of Inspire Nation University and the Automatic Writing Experience online course. Today, we are going to be talking about his new book, Awe, the Automatic Writing Experience, which is out now. Welcome, Michael. I could really, really use your help. If you haven't had a chance yet to listen to my season five opener, go back and listen to that. I need your support. You can go to Patreon and put in Dr. Amy Robbins. And there you can find different levels in which you can support the podcast financially. At this point, I have no ads. I have no sponsors. And it would really, really help me out if you've gotten something out of this podcast, if you could donate $5, $10, or even $20 a month to help support the podcast. I'm continuing to work to try to get sponsors, to try to get advertisers. But until that happens, I need your help. And there are other ways to support the podcast. You can like the podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can rate and review the podcast. I always love reading your reviews. They're really heartwarming to me. And it's the emotional currency that I get from providing you with this resource. So please, please take a moment help me out here. You can also find the links in the episode notes, as well as on my website at dramyrobins.com. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at DrAmyRobbins.
1: Thank you so much for having me here, Amy, and a mighty
0: woohoo. <laughs> woo-hoo! Okay. So I want to dive into this because yeah. you seem like you really have this automatic writing thing pinned down and clear on what it is, how it works and everything on all parts of it. So there are so many different spiritual practices out there. What is it about automatic writing for you? Because you've had a really long transformational journey as well, that I'd like to kind of weave into why automatic writing.
1: So I'm going to, I'm going to put it in story form because we tend to learn best with story. My wife and i you were talking about off air we lived in maui and and we were best-selling authors at the time and everything is kind of kumbaya we're holding space in a meditation center six months out of the year three four hours a day as our lives started crumbling around us i had my second of two near-death experiences during that time which was kind of a, a hint with the two by four for the universe
0: What were those near-death experiences?
1: Uh, First one, well, this is gonna take us on a tangent. I can go for the briefest (laughs) version. First one was me training for a world record rollerblade skate sponsored by Rollerblade to help kids and adults with learning disabilities. When a father stepped out on a bike path in front of me teaching his baby how to walk, and I had to throw myself up and backwards to avoid the baby uh, exploding or imploding, depending on how you wanna call it, a lot of bones on impact. And when I came to, it was just a momentary thing. There was no tunnel. My whole perspective on the world was completely different. I was dying on the bike path, but I had a beaming ear to ear grin. Life was good. Life was good. Life was good. I had a big picture understanding of the whole world. I could tell that everyone and everything is one. It was just a joyous, jubilant, amazing. This is where my woohoo come from. Woohoo mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> Even when the AMTs are coming there, and they're like, Oh, God. And and right. the first question they're asking, because I've got this huge grid is, did you hit your head? And I'm like, No, but I'm like, life is good. And they get me to the hospital. And I'm talking to the doc. And he's like, Michael, I got to get you into surgery, or you're gonna lose your leg or lose your life. And I'm like, don't worry, doc, everything's going to go back together. Great. Everything is great.
0: Mm. You mean near-death experience the way my listeners are used to near-death experience. Sometimes people say I had a near-death experience, meaning they almost died, but didn't. And they didn't have the spiritual aspect of
1: it. So I'm glad to hear. April 2nd, 2006 is my new birthday. That is the day basically that died a new me. Period. Done deal um no i didn't get all of the pyrotechnics i got a complete uh, life shift in the blink of an eye a complete i'd say awakening but that implies enlightenment and i am certainly not an enlightened mm-hmm, baby, mm-hmm. but an awakening the second one was well more dramatic So seven years, one month, 17 days later, was out on a book tour with my wife. We were returning an RV, kind of a book tour gone bad. It was Universe Speaks to You Quietly, Amy, and then she turns up the volume, and then she turns it up more, and here comes the two by four. We're returning the RV. I go for uh, one last hike with Jessica outside Lake Tahoe. I swim in a cavern created by snowmelt water coming down into this millions-of-year-old rock, It's freezing cold. I kind of turned blue afterwards, but it was fun. Get out, and uh, as we're just starting to hike back to the RV, I tell my wife, I'm ready to have kids. And um, she steps across this creek, a tiny little creek in front of me. I step across the creek, one foot in the water, one foot on a, a rock, and I slip out. Uh, I was wearing leather-soled moccasins to keep me warm. Uh, Jessica said to wear them. It's not her fault. She said to wear them, though. And I went flying through the air and landed and yelled, oh, no, not again on impact. At that point, the whole world did tunnel in. I didn't get the bright lights, but it all tunneled in on me. It all went to peace, and I had a choice. I had a decision to make, and I was given Mm. this decision. Do you wish... To go into bliss, it's all good, it's all love, kumbaya, <laughs> you know. Or do you wish to fight like hell to come back? I just told her I'm ready to have kids, Amy. Mm-hmm. You don't <laughs> bail on your wife under such circumstances. I wasn't breathing. And so first, there's probably some profanity as I'm trying to yell at myself to breathe. Um, and then I I looked at the, I believe it's just the Lake Tahoe sun, it was just this brilliant sunshine. And I said, how am I going to keep myself alive? And so I breathed in light, sent out love, breathed in light, sent out love. And it took, I think it was a little over half an hour before the first EMTs, because we we're in backcountry, could get to us. They were panicked. I had no blood pressure. I had no business being alive at this point. I was and I had been getting download after download after download. And so I was in a mess of pain um, when they got there. And they freaked out. In fact, California Highway Patrol or somebody called me later on and said, Do you want to press charges? Because the EMTs were freaked out and using profanity because they were afraid they couldn't get me to the hospital in time. Um, They did get me stabilized enough to get in one helicopter, and then drop me off for another one to take me the full distance into the hospital here's what's crazy, Amy. The next day I come to in the hospital and the physician's assistant comes in and says, I don't understand it. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm just conscious now. What don't you understand? How'd you get up the x-rays on your website so soon? Doc, I just gained consciousness. I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, here, I'll show you. Here's the deal. First near-death experience, I ended up with a titanium femur in my left leg, a titanium hip, and associated hardware to hold it together, and an inch leg length discrepancy. Second in DE, you can see it coming. A twin matching titanium femur in the right leg, titanium hip, and identical hardware that faked out the doc who did the surgery on the other leg, and no more leg length discrepancy. Perfectly balanced like a dousing rod or a tuning fork.
0: This is insane, this story.
1: I can only see it for one reason. Universe was getting a message through to me for whatever reason on my teaching path on my own journey. None of this, none of this ever, ever, ever happens without a reason behind it. And I'm living proof of it. And every step I take with these titanium parts, which work great. And I can get into that, but every step I take, I know this was a miracle, plain and simple. And yeah, you're going, it's a miracle that you were fractured on the trail and almost died. Hell yeah.
0: So clearly you were on some sort of spiritual path before you had these experiences, Yeah. right? Sounds like you were meditating after them. Mm-hmm. Tell me kind of, tell me how awe became part of this story other than it's awe inspiring, yeah. <laughs> right? No pun intended. I,
1: I had one more accident to get, this, to, to get things fully hammered out a year later, not a near death, but serious. Broke all the bones in front, above and behind my heart. It's a cracking open. It's a, will you fully listen? Cause I was still trying to drive and strive and push. You learn these things. You learn lessons from the other side, you bring them back. But your egoic mind is still your egoic mind. Your, your hardwired grooves, your myelinated superhighways may still be your myelinated superhighways. It's how do you integrate all of this.
0: And just for people who don't know, you were a world-class athlete and coach, international level cycling, competitive speed skater, Ironman triathlete, and runner
1: and may 6th of this year in Ibiza, spain i've qualified at 52 years of age for the world championships of, bicycle, of cycling and swimming with all my titanium parts Wow! It, it, there is so much to be said for we are energetic beings having an energetic experience in a human body mm-hmm. and when we fully grasp that it doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect it doesn't mean you might not get sick or injured or anything But there's one heck of a dance we can do, Amy.
0: And for people who can't see you, I can't believe you're 52. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. So after the last accident, heart cracked open. I'm going, all right, no matter how much I meditate, no matter how much I go down the spiritual path, I need to be able to communicate with spirit better. And I need to hear what she has to say. I had learned a process many years earlier from taking a program of learning how to communicate with the Akashic masters, kind of the librarians of the universe. Mm-hmm. I had thrown it out because the words they gave me were too profound and I didn't believe them at the time. Uh, you'll be a teacher, you'll be a leader, you'll speak before thousands and thousands from a mountaintop on up, up on high. Years later, I tried it again leader teacher, thousands of people, and third time you leader teacher. I just kept thinking, this is my ego. This isn't, this is this is BS. I even did a past life got it there but when we got catapulted off of Maui wife sick with mold toxicity poisoning our finances wiped out I mean look at the accidents I had we were wiped Mm -hmm. out at this point we ended up in her childhood bedroom in New Jersey and I said I know this process I don't believe in this process yet but I know it works it's doing something I am just going to dive into it with everything I've got because clearly trying to think my way through life is not working. Mm -hmm. The current paradigm is broken. As Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing in my case, a dozen times and expecting a different result. I started doing automatic writing Amy on a daily basis, every single morning. And I started taking action on what I heard very, very slowly and bathing in this information. So it's a two way street. Basically you write out a few prayers and then spirit some something at the highest level whether we call it spirit whether we call it angels whether it's loved ones on the other side my baby Miraku, she came through the first day that she transitioned after i got to watch her transition it was, it was, it was wild
0: and for people who don't know i just want to stop you there because we talked before but tell us a little bit i know it's hard to just tell this story quickly but what happened with your baby
1: oh bridged version we had three miscarriages my wife and i when and she was brave enough that we were going to go for it again. We got two rag dolls uh, who we named Baby Hana and Baby Miracle. We said, if we're going through this again, we're going for twins because this has been way too much work. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got pregnant, Miracle, and went for in for our ultrasound, Miracle. And the doc says, are you sitting down? Do you want to know? We're like, what? And she goes, you have twins. And we're like, Yes. <laughs> We know that. We didn't know how this was going to go down, Amy. It turns out uh, baby Miraku, which means miracle, had come through to help us get past that first trimester barrier that we couldn't make it through. Mm. However, the uterus was not set up to allow it to carry twins to term. And we started losing baby Miraku and we started losing baby Hana as well. And we got down to the children's hospital of philly a world leading expert down there and she takes us into a boardroom after doing all these tests and says i can't give you both your kids thank god we've been doing automatic writing thank god we had this communication with the other side i think we would have fractured we would have broken if you have to let a child go i don't know how you mentally recover from that Mm -hmm. at least without having some understanding of communication We actually knew what was coming. We didn't want it. We stayed positive, but we knew. Mm. And so we had a choice of losing both babies, potentially losing both babies, or saving one. And baby Miraku wasn't going to make it either way. And so we chose to let Miraku go. I got from another room, the waiting room, when Jessica was in surgery. I got to watch her ascend. I knew the exact minute. I got to see her going up with an angel or with spirit. It was the coolest thing. Um, she came through right away in automatic writing, telling me, "Daddy, it's okay." Except, Daddy changed when when I was communicating with her in automatic writing, because you can do it with the living as well as those on the other side. Mm-hmm. When I was doing with her in automatic writing before, or when she was in, in, in utero, it was you know, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. On the other side, it was daddy. <laughs> it, was, it was a oh. wise elder. Wow. Okay. Very clear. So now when I go into automatic writing, and you can call in angels, guides, archangels, the works, she sits at the head of the boardroom, and she says, I will take everybody's information, and I will be the voice that brings it to you. So mm. she's clearly a powerhouse on the other side.
0: Well, she was a powerhouse here, right? I mean, oh, she, she brought baby Hana to you. Yes. Yeah. And and just so everybody knows you have a beautiful baby. Thank you. 7 month, almost 7 month old girl I got to meet. So. Woo-hoo. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
1: Yeah, and so we're we're exceptionally happy. You know, you see sometimes the fortunately I guess most of our clothes are are back in Colorado chased out by wildfire, a story for another day. But you see like the twin stuff and things like that. But um it, we're so happy. We're so happy, we're so happy, we're so happy. And that's part of this automatic writing process is you get an understanding from a higher perspective. I call it the level of the mystic and that's what I teach people how to become. And I have like our uh, daily newsletter where I help raise people's vibration. It's all about living on the other side, getting information from the other side at the same time you're here, straddling both worlds. Mm-hmm. Before I was, oh, I'm meditating, but I wasn't communicating with the other side. Once you start communicating, yes, your vibration goes up, your energy changes, but you get an understanding. Without an understanding, we would have fractured and broken. When I look at the world today, and I see the world ascending, and I see great places where humanity is going. But without that understanding from the other side, it feels like we're going to fracture, it feels like everything is wrong, everything is broken. But once you can start speaking with spirit on a daily basis, or the more you do it, you can literally hear from them almost on a moment by moment basis. It completely changes both your world perspective, which is great, but more importantly, your inner world perspective. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what is the history of automatic writing?
1: Well, automatic writing in various forms has gone, you know, clearly since the Bible. Before that, it may have gone to the first book that we have recorded information on. It is, loosely speaking, If you go to any author who's written anything great, what will they tell you? I don't know where it came from. (laughs) I put my pen to paper and out came the words. Mm -hmm. Hello, that's what we're talking about. Now, in the 1800s, because I read a beautiful book in the 1800s of automatic writing, it was actually a well-accepted psychological tool for helping to hear from and speak with and heal the subconscious very very cool this has been around for thousands of years now what i've done is helped codify it in a way that we can call it a technology if you want to use a fancy word a way that everybody step a do this step b do that step c do this you don't have to be a mystic or a channel or a medium or any of this to get these words of wisdom although what's really cool and what i've been getting from the guides in automatic writing is the world seems uh, topsy turvier, that's a term, than mm-hmm. ever right now because the veil is thinner than ever and people don't know what to do with this energy.
0: Right. Which right.
1: means it's even easier to plug in. It's even easier to hear from the other side.
0: Yeah. And I've heard that too. We're shifting towards a different level of consciousness.
1: Woohoo. Exactly.
0: So what is the science behind it? What happens in our brain when we are automatic writing? And I have an automatic writing practice periodically. I do what I call my soul wisdoms. Yeah, I'd actually like to talk to you about the difference too between channeling and automatic writing. Are they one, are they the same? Are they different? But when I reread what comes through, I'm like, holy cow. Like that is so not something that would ever come out of my mouth.
1: That's so cool. And that's how one of the ways that you know, this didn't come from me.
0: I mean, I only wish I sounded that eloquent (laughs) and like inspiring, but I don't.
1: Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, Amy. You do. Not the you in physical form right here, but part of where the writing is coming from is there's you, the energetic Amy that's stuffed into this tiny little meat suit, but there's the you that is everywhere. That is eternal. And that you does speak in this language, it's then just getting that information down to this version of you that's either you know, taking an infinitude of energy and putting it through a pipette <laughs> mm-hmm. and getting it to you, plus all the layers of filters. But it's there. You have that understanding. That's why they say the wisdom is within you. So now to your original question on automatic writing, Dr. Andrew Newberg. Dr. Yes, Andrew Newberg, who I wrote,
0: interviewed, he's been on the show. Are you enlightened? I think was that podcast for people who want to reference it. Andrew
1: Newberg. Perfect. And he wrote a book enlightenment in the brain. And one of the things that he did is studied long-term automatic writing practitioners using brain scans, looking at where the blood flow went in the brain when they're in automatic writing. Here's what he found. A Couple really key, cool things. First off, The frontal lobe, this region, of the brain right here, responsible for um, where am I going? What am I doing? Everything called the executive function. Planning and executing. Yep. And responsible for writing. And what happens with the frontal lobe when you go into automatic writing? It powers down, Mm -hmm. which is why if people say, well, I can't write, I can't even journal, I don't this, I don't that, I don't know how to write. Great, that part of the brain is getting knocked offline anywhere because it ain't coming from you. Then the parietal lobe, a portion of the brain up here that's responsible for the last Beatles song ever written, George Harrison's song, I, me, my, I, me, my, I, me, my. The egoic center of the brain that defines who and what you are, it powers down as well. Let's put these pieces together. Your writing center, Gone, knocked completely offline. The sense of self-identification gone, knocked completely offline. And now you've just dropped all the barriers for words to come from someplace else. Mm-hmm. Now I do challenge him in in his. I want to I want to hear more in the upcoming years of can we see if you know third eye something up there opens up? Is there more mm-hmm. blood flow in runnage region? Hasn't done the test on that yet. But these areas powered down, meaning you just get so connected it's like you step aside it's not the process you were talking about channeling and mediumship and things of this sort it's not where all of a sudden another spirit steps into your body that's not what this process is it's that all of a sudden you have always been like me with my titanium parts a tuning fork but in this case there are no blockages to having a pure connection and hearing what is there Your spirits, your angels, whatever we want to call this giant cheeseburger in the sky. We just passed Halloween a little while ago. The great pumpkin Charlie Brown, they're always speaking to you. Mm -hmm. It's just, do we have a means to listen? And the cool part, then do we have a means to ask questions, to respond? You know, it's one thing to hear, well, you should do this. And then you go, why? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Well, and I think that you can get caught up in, is this my mind right am i asking a question and getting the answer i want because this is the answer my mind wants to give okay i am so glad this happened because michael warned me about this tell us about your rooster
1: do you want to see him for a second sure hold on rue do you want to say hi that's
0: a riot if if anybody wants to go watch this on youtube you can see rue
1: so this is rue and he is my bestest buddy and he has just started crowing because the baby started crying upstairs and he's very very protective of the baby he is if you picture a cat as energetically sensitive a rooster makes a cat seem like they're completely numb and dense wow and so he is always watching our energetic state because a rooster's job is two things Either procreate, that's what roosters do, or protect.
0: or protect. Right.
1: And so he has to be watching the energy that's all around him. I'll hold him for a minute. If he continues to crow, I'll, I'll go off camera and have him take his nap.
0: If we speed it up, you could take a nap too.
1: At <laughs> least Jessica could take a nap.
0: Right. Okay. So while you have Rue on your lap, chilling yeah. out, makes me want a rooster. <laughs> can you take us through the your awe process? I actually did it for myself a couple times just to practice. And I really enjoy the actual process of it. Because usually I just go into meditation and do automatic writing. But take us through kind of how you recommend doing this
1: so it's it's you can call it ritual we can call it ceremony what it is is a process sort of like um taking Alice in Wonderland and stepping down into into yourself or into spirit let me put Rue down here you go quiet you get in a meditative state and there are many ways to get you there but you don't have to be a meditator or anything of the sort you write out a tension prayer, which is kind of enveloping you in this beautiful bubble of love and light. And then you write out an invocation prayer where you welcome in angels, guides, loved ones, mentors, somebody that you saw in a dream, somebody that you, you wished that you could speak with, whomever or whatever. You call them in. At the same time you're listening to, for instance, theta brain entrainment music, you get into this theta brain entrainment state where it's, you can also call it a hypnagogic state, a half here, half not here state. And in this state, you have your pen to paper, you've written out your prayers, and the pen continues to go. In the beginning, you might get little snippets that you put them together in their sentences. Over time, you get more and more. It could be though, if you've been doing something similar to this process, or if your angels and guides are really queuing up, they could be almost to the extent of we've been waiting for you, Amy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and away it goes, I never got quite that extent. Um, Some people have got poetry, lyrics, prose, right from day number one, I've never gotten lyrics, but it's really, really cool. and, And anybody can do it. And here's what's most interesting to me at first i thought it was all about the words that we get amy what i've learned since then is the words are secondary the main thing that we get out of automatic writing is an attunement to a higher level to a higher frequency Mm -hmm. which is why if i can get people to do it on a daily basis even if it's just the tiniest touch base they shift their inner energy grows or their inner light grows everything changes
0: that's pretty powerful
1: it's everything because You navigate the world differently when you are attuned to a higher vibration. If you watch the news, which I call negative worthless stimulation, or your, your Facebook, or your, your Twitter meltdown, or whatever you want, <laughs> right. that's a very low vibration. Mm-hmm. It's by design, and I say it's, it's part of the matrix, but it's not a big, bad, ugly thing. It's to help keep you down until your energy inside goes, I've had enough, and you wake up, you break free from it. So it's all to me by design but that lower energy vibration certainly doesn't help you live your greatest life Mm -hmm. realize who you are realize what you came here to do or to be and when you dive into awe it's called awe awe, because of the energy behind it i mean you can't say oh it's awe. it brings you up it means i'm plugged in at a high level i'm set free. I can experience my greatness. I can discover my greatness. I can see who and what I was meant to be. There can be all sorts of stuff going on in the world and there will be. And I am not stuck in that muck and mire. I can live whatever I was meant to be and do and shine my light on the world.
0: You encourage asking specific questions when you're in this experience. So can you give me an example of what those questions could be? I mean, it can I say, should I take this job?
1: Let's change that, particularly early on, because early on, it is harder than later on to differentiate what's ego and what's the guides, for instance. Okay. Early on, we we depend a lot on a feeling state, although what's kind of cool is there seems to be some some rules,
0: universal laws of the universe.
1: Perfect. Yes. <laughs> so angels can't help you that much unless you ask for help. There's one law. Another one. If you ask if it's the ego, the ego will always tell you. So mm. to me, it's 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 funny. It's a running joke. If I say is this ego, I'll get a na 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 poo poo. Yes, this is ego. What are you gonna do about it? Right. So asking yes or no questions are an easy way to get stuck in the egoic mind, particularly if it's something that's emotionally charged mm-hmm. or emotionally mm-hmm. laden. Mm-hmm. However, what I do is early on, after a first few weeks, first off, I, I I call it dating. Jessica hates that. I like calling it dating. And in the first date, you're not asking the world's most serious questions, or you're gonna scare somebody away. You develop the relationship first. As you're developing that relationship, now let's ask the deep questions, but let's ask it in about 10 different ways. So there's a job you're not sure if you should take. What is in my best interest? What's the best direction for me to go? Which direction should I go in? What will feel best for me? What will help me most on my path? What is the best plan of action for me to step forward into who and what I was meant to be? Not exactly yes, no question. Still going to get a yes, no answer often. Mm -hmm. And the most important one, what else do I need to know about this? Mm. I call that the Columbo question. What else do I need to know about this? It gives the universe wiggle room to give you higher level answers rather than to just be backed in a corner of yes and no. This is a school of highest level learning we chose to come here to learn Mm -hmm. it's actually quite an honor because there are beyond quadrillions there's an infinite number of souls in the universe there's only so many who get to incarnate here during this time so we are here to learn and to grow to expand if we ask our angels hey do i take this job or that job oh you want to take this one okay do i uh, what do i do next month what do i do next year what do i do in five years what do i do in 10 years can you lay everything out for me what happened to the learn and grow i mean it sounds good on paper but if if you went to an amusement park and you already knew how everything was going to felt before you did it is it going to be the same thing it's going to be the same experience if you knew the end of every single movie you went to watch Where's the interest in that? And so it's a teaching tool from the universe where they're going to give you enough to step forward, but they're not going to give you the whole picture. They're going to let your book be written as you go, as you make choices. They're just going to help guide you for the highest level direction possible. There is no wrong direction, but you're going to get guidance to help you learn and grow each step of the way.
0: So is there a difference between automatic writing and connecting with spirits? You talk about spirits, angels, universe, higher self. How do you differentiate when the message is coming through? I mean, you've talked even today how you hear different vibrational frequencies, it sounds like, of the voice of your daughter who crossed over and the voice of angels that communicate differently or that are brought in for different reasons. So can we just differentiate those things
1: we can or we can choose not to early on and what i teach is to help people call in a total team call in a team for assistance let whomever is most valuable for where you're at step forward could it be what we call an archangel who knows exactly what they really are on the other side higher level dimensional beings here to help can we call on them yes can we call on our team or a Great grandmother who's crossed over. Yes. But it seems easiest in the beginning rather than pin it down and go, Who are you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Instead, allow because we're doing an intention prayer at the beginning. I said, Create a bubble of love and light. What that does is that gives the message, the specific message to the universe only bring in the highest level assistance for me that's for my highest good and the highest good of all. Later on, we can go if we want to a very human convention of nomenclature. What's your name? What's your specific role if we want to? It took me years, for instance, to get my guardian angel, to vet my guardian angel. I'm like, who are you? Mm -hmm. It's Maximilian. He's a lion. Very cool. But it took years to get to that place because it's not necessary early on. Now, going back to your early part of the question, communicating with spirit, it starts in writing. Mm -hmm. However, what you're doing is creating a connection. First, it's, you know, smoke signal, then it's dial up, then it's cable, then it's fiber optic, then it becomes a fiber optic tunnel of information coming through. And then at that point, it starts to come through without even needing to write it down. I hear spirit every moment now. Do I often listen or always listen? No. Does my egoic mind get in the way? Yes. Do I still want what I want? Yes. Do I still have fears, worries and concerns? Yes. But the voice is or voices are always there now clearest with the pen or the keyboard because the egoic mind has no place to go. If I'm just conversing like this ego still tends to hang out. (laughs)
0: That's where I always trip up myself. I'm because I feel like I can just connect sometimes in that same way. But then I'm Oh, I'm still after years of doing this questioning, I think that's just my egoic mind stepping in here. So it is nice that the automatic writing process really removes that. And I can tell even in my own space, when that Piece like if I get this spontaneous, this happened with a patient where I ha- was having just her father just walked right into a session, and it's so clear to me as you were describing earlier because it feels like I don't know how else to describe it except that there's almost like a shift in my brain, and it's like only the information is coming through in this one way, and I literally cannot think. It's that it's that it's like that side shut off and the other side shut on, and I can't think anymore from a place of ego
1: yeah which is actually kind of cool and and like you said it's a feeling state it becomes very quite evident over time who and what is going on here and that this is amy is no longer home right now
0: Mm -hmm. such fascinating work so if people michael if people are interested in your book i mean you really lay everything out so beautifully where can they find all the amazing work you're doing? Because you're doing a lot of amazing work.
1: Thank you. I'll give you three places. First, first one, so let's get you over to automaticwriting.com. You can get the book there. You get all sorts of bonuses with the book. It's the easiest place to go. And we have both a video-based program as well and live classes once a month. You attend one live all the Automatic Writing Experience class and you're channeling the next day. So it's a beautiful, easy way to go. And that's automaticwriting.com if you want the lessons and the teachings and the high vibration and the energy that i'm bringing to things it's all free go to (laughs) dailywoohoo.com just go to dailywoohoo.com and sign up for the daily woohoo newsletter and you get all this energy sort of like your dose of uh, espresso or cappuccino
0: right you really are i mean no one can argue after
1: listening
0: (laughs) to this that you are high vibration high energy
1: Woohoo, thank you. So you can get that there. Or you know, go for the full enchilada, become a mystic that you are meant to be. What we're doing with these teachings, what we're doing with automatic writing, when I say we, I mean me and spirit here, this co-creation right now is helping you to remember who and what you truly are everyone who's listening to you amy i know it. you know it. they're empaths they're energetically extra sensitive that's your audience they wouldn't be attracted to you if they weren't saying everything is as it is no they hear things sense things sound things feel things they feel more maybe they cry easier maybe they're more told they're too sensitive that's actually a mystic in disguise they get to learn how to dial in those energies Automatic writing, tremendously powerful that. Daily WooHoo really helps teach them that. But I also have a school of mystics to carry them the full way to uncover, discover, and begin to use their superpowers. That's at InspireNationUniversity.com where you get to play once a week with a whole bunch of other mystics so you don't think you're crazy.
0: (laughs) A beautiful community of mystics who don't want to feel crazy. It is. Exactly. Well, put. I think that that's many of the people who listen to this podcast as well. They want to feel validated in their experiences, Michael, thank you so much for today. I absolutely loved this interview and speaking with you and I know my listeners are going to love it too. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much. And that's a mighty (laughs) lots of love, Amy. Thank you.
0: Like what you heard today and want to hear more wondering what comes next and what it all means.